Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get the lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. But I'm going to tell you this, we ain't done yet. Howdy and welcome back to the Ineligible Podcast. I'm Will Stone, he is Chase Caldwell, and we had to uh, change things up a bit. I know the last time we spoke to you guys, uh, we were preparing to talk NIL, which is you know it's been a big topic, and uh, I know a lot of folks have asked to record about that. Um, we we will get to, to it because we've been trying to get to it. Yeah. We, we, there's been like four times that we almost recorded NIL, so we yeah. we both are like we both want want to record that episode more than <laughs> I think most of the people want us to record it. But yeah, it's um, it's going to happen, and I was fully prepared to come on here and talk about that. You know, slipping some notes about like from Jimbo Fisher at SEC Media Days because uh, he was going to like, he was on yesterday and uh, Kenyon Green to Marvin Leal and uh, talk about what they had to say and things like that. But then uh, right before Coach Fisher gets on the podium at SEC Media Days, uh, uh, a bomb drops on the college football world that uh, the SEC or uh, that Oklahoma and Texas have. Uh, reached out to the SEC about uh, entry into the conference and that the SEC has reciprocated that interest. Um, so far, that's about all we know. Um, there definitely has not been a decision made. There's been no you know, invitation sent. There's been no vote on acceptance. Uh, the latest is th- that the, uh, the folks in the Big 12 called a, a big meeting tonight between all 10 teams. And Oklahoma and Texas uh, ghosted. They were uh, absent from the meeting uh, intentionally. So there was talk at that meeting about, you know, like I feel like I think they were kind of blindsided by this, they being the other eight schools. Uh, you can tell that from their reaction. And it seemed like they were like, you know, what's the reason that you guys want to leave? Like, is it financial? Is it something else? Like, let's talk it out and, you know, and, and work with it. Um, but that, you know, it remains to be seen how, how that will transpire. Um, I don't know where to start, Chase. Uh, is there something that you want to, that you want to leave with or, or, or get off your chest? Yeah. Or do we want to get into the money? The, like the, yeah, the, the, I'll, the, I'll, uh, I'll lead with, um, I'll lead with a few things, uh, a few snippets I've gotten from, uh, friends of mine from other schools, just because, uh, I know once we get in the, the nitty gritty of all of it. I'm going to forget to talk about it. Um, got a good buddy of mine. I've got a couple of good buddies of mine at Edward Jones that, um, you know, they both went to tech. They followed tech really well. One of them was a high school football coach before he was at Edward Jones advisor. And, um, you know, I called them, pick their brain about it. So see, to see what they thought about it. Um, one of them, he, he told me that, you know, his big thing is conference loyalty 
He's like, that doesn't exist in the Big 12. And and he's like, I, I don't – it's hard to explain that to people, especially SEC people, because he's like, whenever I'm watching another team, you know, like if Texas is playing Oklahoma State, I'm going for Oklahoma State. Like I, I'm not going for Texas because they're in my conference. And he's like, so it's it's almost weird to me to see people be like really loyal to the conference. He's like, so – the way I kind of look at it is like there's not any conference loyalty in the big 12, at least from the fan side of it. And he's like, um, I think because of that, like if they leave, like, okay, well, we'll just do whatever. Um, so he, he didn't seem as, as worried about it as I thought he might be. Um, but, but the big point remained that we, he and I talked about over and over again is, where does tech land? You know, where, yeah. where would they go? He, you know, it, he should be worried. Well, he, he's worried of course for his alma mater, but he's, he, it's more of like, you know, there's, there's the end of our program. Basically it was almost, uh, it wasn't that he thought it would be the end. He just, he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, like I don't really care what they do. They could do whatever they want to do, but you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm still going to be a tech fan. Like I'm still going to support my alma mater and that's, that's what I'm going to do. But, um, but I mean, at the same time, he's like, he's like, this will be kind of hard. And and that's my, my viewpoint on it. So I I called, I called my cousin to get, um, kind of his thoughts from, he's a Baylor fan, um, or Baylor grad. And so, um, his, his wife is, um, you know, a big Arkansas fan too. So like I, I was kind of curious their point of view, but I didn't get a hold of them in time. Um, but you know, you take these schools, uh, the rest of the schools in the big 12, the one that's going to, other than Texas and OU, the one that's going to probably land on their feet the best is going to be West Virginia. I would say, because they could go to the ACC or, you know, like, like they'll, they'll find a place. Um, yeah. And I think Kansas and Kansas state would probably find a natural fit maybe in the big 10, but, um, but I think it dissolves the conference. So the two that are going to be left holding the bag more than any of them, in my opinion, are going to be tech and Oklahoma state. I think Oklahoma state would get hit the absolute hardest yeah. um, because where do you go? Um, yeah. But let's uh, back TCU, up. TCU, uh, I want to make this point before I forget to make it, because like I said, once we get into like talking money and stuff like that, I'm not even going to be thinking about these other big 12 teams. Um, and, and that's like, like TCU, look at how great the move to the big 12 was for TCU and their program. It was phenomenal. I I would say that the, the move to the big 12 did comparatively as much for TCU as the move to SEC did for Texas A&M. Like it, it propelled them to a new level and new heights that they had never been. My aunt and uncle both, both TCU grads. And they're like, you know, like my aunt, she, she doesn't ever follow college football. I don't know that she's ever watched a college football game in her life. You know, she'd turn on, she'd be like, Oh, we're actually winning. She'd be like, TCU, we're not known for our football. You know, I'm like, well, you are right now, aunt Sally, like y'all are, yeah. y'all are pretty salty, you know? Um, yeah. And she's like, "Oh, well, go go horn frogs." You know, she doesn't care. And and that's they're they're at new heights that they've never been before. You know, yeah. and that came from that move to the Big Twelve. 
and they're just going to go right back to where they were if if they can't find a place to land, you know. Yeah. I'm a little more pessimistic than you are about pretty much like every one of those teams that aren't Texas or OU. I'm I'm not sure if there's a natural fit for for any of them. Like I I think West Virginia would be a good fit in the ACC, but they've got a lot of issues with with their with their TV money and things like that that we're fixing to get into, but mm-hmm. um if if you're one of these eight teams or a fan of these eight teams, um I'm sorry, like like it's not our fault, but I I really do feel for those fan bases that uh, are probably going to get left in the dark and uh, shut out of the Power Five uh, if this yeah. if this goes through. But um, I do want to back up a minute and kind of talk about how we got to this point and maybe why some of these things may be happening. Um, but let's go back to 2010 and 2011. Um, with the last round of big realignment with A&M going to the SEC. And back then, so first, first of all, there's, there's two major points that are going to be reoccurring for me throughout this episode, and that's TV money runs college football. And the second thing is that the uh, Power 5 or Power 4 will be uh, breaking off from the NCAA and being you know, four big uh, super conferences is seeming more and more likely uh, by the day. But um, so, so TV money, um, pretty uh, important topic in college sports or college football, uh, especially. Um, so back in 2010, 2011, the reason that A&M was such an attractive, uh, attractive school for the SEC to add was because it was at the height of the uh, cable bundles. Um, everyone had dish or, uh, direct TV or, you know, time Warner or whatever. And the sports was all bundled in there and they were like, Hey, like we can get, you know, all the Texas markets and, uh, we can add Missouri and get Kansas city and St. Louis and add those TV sets and launch our sec network, you know, to all these households and make a bunch of money. So that's what we did. We went over there and, uh, they launched the network and, the the money's been going up and up and up each year and it's that's been great but with with everyone going to more of a uh i guess streaming model with people cutting the cord um chase have you guys got a streaming service or do you have a dish or direct tv um we we don't have dish or direct tv we we've got a few streaming services but we just have uh Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, um, Apple Apple TV, we have Gaia, Discover Plus. Who's the youngest person you know that has that has Dish or Direct TV? Like, do your parents still have it? My parents still have it, but we just had a conversation on on Tuesday. We my mom like made a spreadsheet cause I was <laughs> like, I pay for like three things. My sister pays for like three things. My mom yeah. pays for like three things. So that we were like adding it all up to make sure like we're all square. Cause dad wants to get rid of, of it. Cause they don't ever watch the shows. And yeah. Um, he realized that all of his shows are on his TV stick, you know? Um, <laughs> so uh, he, so he, like, like it's, it's changing a lot. And, like like we like I think people knew that like changes in TV are going to cause changes in college football, um, so it's gone less from like 
it's gone less from geographic footprint to brand and eyeballs. And I think the, the, the best evidence I have for that is the, uh, there's, there's two main deals here, deals here that I'll, uh, talk about in the week and uh, get into the discussion. But, um, so the, the SEC is on CBS, like they're the two, the two thirty game has been on CBS for a long time. Everyone knows, you know, it's the SEC on CBS. Da, na, 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 da, na, na, na. Well, that deal, uh, is, uh, coming to an end in 2024 because, uh, CBS booked that deal with the SEC back in 2008 at the height of the financial crisis. And they've been getting a steal ever since they pay, they pay the SEC 55 million a year, uh, for those football games. And with it being up for renegotiation, uh, CBS didn't even try to fight, uh, because they knew they could not outbid ESPN. The ESPN came in and, uh, offered the SEC a 10 year, $3 billion deal, uh, and 300 million a year will go to the conference instead of 55. So, a a, a drastic increase, like, you know, six times over. Um, on the other hand, the big 12, the exact opposite happened. Uh, they saw what the sec got and, you know, was able to reconfigure their contract years in advance. Well, the big 12 contract runs through the 2024 and 2025 academic calendar. So the big 12 went to Fox who has their rights and they were like, Hey, like, uh, do you guys want to, you know, go ahead and, you know, book us for a new deal, like extend our contract. And Fox was like, no, uh, I, I don't think we do. And, you know, we we're not interested in that. And this is from the athletic, uh, from Sam Conn at the athletic, but, um, he writes that, uh, there's a sort a source of his says that, um, the preliminary, uh, figures for the big 12 rights, uh, from Fox were very, very low. Uh, so very, very low, whatever that means is, uh, a lot, lot less than, uh, 300 million a year that the SEC is going to be getting. So, um, I think that is one of the biggest drivers behind, uh, the interest that Texas and OU have in the conference and the conference has interest in them because, you know, even if Texas is bad, which has been the case fairly often recently, um, that game is still the most watched or it's, it's among the most watched in the country every year, even though it's at 11 AM, doesn't matter. It's red river. You know, it's, uh, a classic game. It draws eyeballs. And if you add those two brands to the conference, the sec will go back to ESPN and renegotiate for, you know, much, much more than what we've just signed on for. So, um, with that chase, I will, uh, give you the floor to, you know, offer your thoughts on that. Well, I'm, I'm going to offer a, a much different thought than you probably are expecting, but I'm going to offer it from the corporate level. Um, you know, this is, this is, I'm, I'm a financial advisor. So, so I deal in stocks all day long. Um, you, you're, you're talking about media conglomerates. Um, you're talking about Walt Disney. You're talking about Viacom CBS and, and you're talking about Fox corporation Fox uh, a couple years ago, uh, sold 21st century Fox sold the majority of their company off to Walt Disney. Um, Walt Disney owns Disney owns ABC. They own ESPN. When they bought that at, at that point in time, they own maybe 30% stake in Hulu. 
Um, but when they bought that part of that merger with 21st Century Fox, they they then created a majority share in Hulu, which is why those of you that have the Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus combo, that's why it's all one company, if you didn't know that. Um, and, and so Walt Disney is, they're consolidating TV and, and they're, they're pioneering, you know, this, they, they're getting out ahead of it and, and they know, everybody knows nowadays that streaming is the way to go from here on out. You know, that's the new cable. Um, it's getting, it's getting inundated now. Um, and so, so this really is a power play because some of the only assets that ESPN didn't buy from from Fox is Fox Sports. They have the international sports networks they bought from them, but but they still haven't gotten that part of it, which I think eventually they probably will. Um, you know, but at that point, then ESPN basically owns sports. You know, yeah. CBS just Viacom, CBS they they don't have the resources that Disney does because Disney is diversified compared to what they are. Disney, I mean, it's Disney, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they, they, they own Marvel, they own Lucasfilm, they own, you know, all the Disney, they're, they're, they're one of the biggest, you know, companies in terms of diversification out there. And, um, as so, so from the company level or from the, the corporate level, you know, that's where that money's coming from. You know, it's, it's backed by Mickey mouse, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, um, those Disney assets that, that you're just not going to compete with if, if you're, you know, one of your biggest assets is, I, I don't know, the Ren and Stimpy. I, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know who, who's going to compete with that, especially yeah. whenever you're, you're cable networks, you know, and, and that's just going by the wayside. And so well, it, it seems uh, like the big players, like, like the big tech companies like Amazon and Apple and Facebook haven't shown a ton of interest in college football. Um, cause they have the resources to do it, but they don't have the, the want to per se. So, um, yeah. With, and uh, I'm with, sure with that, with, that, I'm sure that with, like, that's more of just, that would be a huge investment for them. You know, on the streaming services, whenever they have to, you know, pay for rights on movies and stuff like that, that's not a huge investment uh, as it would be if they had to, you know, get personnel and, you know, equipment, cameras and equipment and servers and all the stuff that run, they just aren't set up that way. And, and so it would be, in my opinion, it wouldn't be a smart thing for Amazon or Facebook or any of them to get in it because that's not their MO, you know, that's not what they're about. Disney has always been about, hey, let's just keep growing and let's keep doing different stuff. And, and that's what they're um, doing. I mean, who watches sports on anything other than ESPN? You know, um, that's that's just the name of the game now. And and um, I I don't know, it, like money obviously is a big factor in it, um, and money's always going to be the driving factor of any big decision like this. Um, so you can't ever discredit that because it to the school, it's not about, you know, Oh, well we've played Texas tech for 50 years. That school doesn't yeah. care about that. They're, they care about money, you know, money coming. I think in. what gets me is like, yeah, like, yes, they care about money. Money's important. But as we just talked about, like the sec already 
is getting this, like all the teams in the conference are getting, uh, after this next, you know, contract goes through, they're going to be getting more than any other conference in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what's the incentive to add two more teams? Like, I think to me, it only makes sense to, to make this move. If, if adding Texas and OU adds like a additional 15, $20 million per school, like it, it's gotta be a, a massive amount to justify, like, like if, if we do this and every school gets an extra million dollars, like that's, that's not, that's not realistic. Like it's gotta be, I think they've talked to ESPN already and have some big, huge number from them. Like they're like, Oh, if we get, get these two teams, we're going to be making, you know, God knows what, but I feel like they wouldn't make this move for just a little bit more, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't have the figures. I don't know the numbers. Um, we, we don't have inside inside intel that that nobody has we weren't sitting in that meeting so we're we're not going to be able to speak to everything that's in there but let's look at it okay as much as as much as you know texas is our rival and we have to you know hate them for whatever reason that longhorn on the side of their helmet is in every walmart in america you know, it's, it's that, that's the, that's the Mickey Mouse of college football. Everybody knows that logo, whether you even watch college football or not, whether you ever went to college, if you grew up in, in Texas, then you probably grew up with Texas Longhorns clothes on, you know, because that, that's just what happens. But if, if you grew up in, you know, New York, you probably grew up with Longhorns clothes on if you didn't have any any loyalty to anything else. That brand is is worth more than the TV the TV sets it's going to bring in. You know, um, yeah. Because the thing about it is, it, it, when when the SEC is pairing themselves with Disney, who is obviously on the forefront of all this stuff, um, and and they're putting themselves in a position long term. If, if you're Texas or Oklahoma and you're saying, okay, I can either sign with a company that's going to give me a little bit more money, but I don't know how long they're going to be around and I don't know how long this deal is actually going to last, or I can sign with this company that I know will will pioneer this whole thing and they're going to take us you know, to new heights and, and they're going to keep us on every TV set in America because they're going to control what games are out there. Why wouldn't you if you're them? But if you're the SEC and you're saying, okay, you know, we're going to have to compete with all these other teams and we're going to want our games to be the ones showing. And, you know, week seven, everybody's playing a little piddly team, but if we get these name brands, then people would more likely want to see those. And so ESPN's more likely to, to play those games. And, um, that's what it, that's what it comes. Those brands are, are so important, you know? I think Um, another aspect is that, that you and I talked about before we, before we hit the record button, um, Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, um, hates the NCAA. He's he's fed up with having to uh, go by their rules when they're not held accountable when they, you know, do things the wrong way. So it's it's long been speculated that the Power Five schools, at least in football, would you know break apart from the NCAA and just form their own thing and just have you know the 64 biggest teams uh, in a 
in a football league together and then everyone else, you know, just be separate. Um, that's seeming more and more likely with moves like this. And I think Greg Sankey, there's two things he wants to do. He wants to, uh, one, expedite that process by adding the two biggest brands that are available and two, snatch those brands up before anybody else can. Like the SEC would rather add OU in Texas than see them go to the Big Ten and, you know, further increase that conference and uh, increase their revenues. Like the SEC wants to remain the top dog. And that's one of the positives. We'll talk about positives and negatives as it relates to AM. One of the positives is <laughs> if this happens, this is the best league in college football. It's it's not and, even a and question. And that'll never it's, it's, change. It's, it's not even change. close. No, it'll never change. There's too many brands. There's too many uh, good teams and good uh, good programs that the, like the best players like already pretty much flock to the SEC. They really will if you do this. Like it's going to be uh, a huge difference. Well, you made the comparison whenever we were getting making the preparation for this um, that it'd be like the English Premier League, you know, that yeah. all of the best teams are in the same league. That's what it'll be. Um, yeah. And with the 12 team playoff, this SEC is getting six teams in every year, at least yeah, five or six no, every year. No doubt. And, and, and so, I mean, you just think about, I've, I've got a deal pulled up here um, that's the top, top 15 brands in college football. I, I did it just to see if, if I was right in my thinking that, that Texas is, is number one, of course they are. But let me just read this is top 15 brands. Um, if this happens, I'm just going to scroll through real quick. You got Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Auburn, LSU, Tennessee, Florida, us. Okay, so there's nine teams, nine of the top 15 teams, yeah. most valuable teams. So let's say that let's say somebody wanted to create a the the same as the SEC with with as many teams. I'll, I'll read the other ones. You know, you got Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, and Penn State, Wisconsin, and Nebraska that are on there, are on this. So you take them and then maybe like Oregon, USC, which I'm kind of surprised isn't on this list, um, maybe Colorado. Florida State, Miami. Florida State, sorry. Yeah, I didn't think about Florida State or Miami. I'm sorry. Um, but okay, so now let's talk geography. How is Florida State going to play Oregon? Yeah. You know, like that, it, it doesn't make sense. It, it would never be possible to create what the SEC would then have yeah. outside of the SEC. So there's there will never be a better conference than that because it's just not geographically possible. Whenever the Big 12 and the height of the Big 12, you know, um, they, you know, that, that could rival it a little bit because of the geography was still there, you know, A&M going to Nebraska, that's not that hard, you know, but Florida state or Miami going to Oregon or USC or Nebraska, or even Ohio state, that's, that's a, 
cross country trip, literally. That's as far as you could possibly go. And that yeah. just it doesn't make geographical sense. Well, and if you add if you add OU in Texas, you enhance the part of the region that's lacking. Like right now, it's just it's really just A and M over here. And then LSU, yeah. Arkansas, Missouri are kind of in the vicinity. But then you add, you know, a, another Texas team and a team, you know, six hours away from here. And uh, it, it makes it a little more even as far as geography goes. Yeah. Yeah. I so, I mean, like, uh, here, here's what I'll say. I, I, I'm going to go on, on a little rant here um, because for years I, I've, you know, I've heard both A&M people and Longhorn people argue about who's scared to play the game. You know, oh, this person's scared, that person's scared. Whatever. That's dumb. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing that I ever hear in college football. Nobody's scared to play anybody. If you really think that any team is scared to play another team, you're you're dumb because that's not the way that it works. It doesn't it, it's not about whether we're scared that we're going to win or lose, like, ooh, I think we might lose. We better not play that game. That's not where the decision comes from. The decision comes from what is that going to do for us monetarily? Where What's that going to do to our funding? What's that going to do to this or that? Make no mistake about it. If this move happens, it will be the biggest move to affect college football in the history of college football. Um. You know, if you thought Nebraska and Colorado leaving was big, this is bigger. If you thought us and Missouri leaving was big, this is bigger. Them leaving gets rid of all of the funding that Big 12 has. I mean, it it, it just dries that up completely. And and so, you know, this this isn't one of those things about, you know, who's scared or, or what. So whenever I start making my points about A&M um, and what it, what it could potentially mean to our program, I'm not saying it because I'm scared of it. I'd love the game to be played again. I'd love to have those teams in there because it would make the SEC great. But what ripple effect will it have on college football? That's what I want to know. That's what, that's what I look at. And when I look at the college football landscape as a whole – I think the negatives greatly outweigh the positives in terms of what it will do to all of college football. Um, But if I'm the decision making of the SEC, I would be dumb to not let them in. If I'm the decision making of the Longhorns or the, the Sooners, I would be dumb to not go to the SEC. If, if I'm, any of the decision makers in this process would be dumb not to make that decision. But by doing that, it's going to squash every other team in the big 12. It's going to just ruin, ruin a lot of things for them. But then now we're going to be faced with, we've got this big conference that nobody's ever going to compete to. That's going to, that's going to really hurt these other programs in, in all of the other power conferences. Um, you know, because they just you you won't be able to compete with that, and and so when you take the competition away, in some ways, and I didn't even mean to make this this analogy, but I kind of did in a roundabout way. It's no different than Disney taking all these different companies and making them into one. Yeah. You know, eventually, once once upon a time, Viacom was one of the biggest companies in the world. They still are one of the biggest companies in the world. Fox was one of the biggest companies in the world. 
their 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 future is very questionable. You know, and I'm not giving financial advice to say go sell your stock or anything like that. I'm just saying that that they're you look at Disney and they got a bright future. You look at Fox Corporation and it's like they're they're kind of dwindling. You know, it, and and it reminds you almost of Disney being Netflix and Fox being Blockbuster. You know, you, you can see some writing on the wall there. I'm not saying that they're going to go out of business, but they're never they're they'll never be Disney again. You know, and so in some ways, this move would be the SEC becoming the Disney of college football. And yeah, okay, cool. You got you got Fox as Fox News, and you got Viacom that still has CBS. You know, like people watch Big Brother in the summer, and that's about it. You know, so great, you have those assets, but that's it. You know, so that's how those conferences will start to become, and and it it, you know, all these others that that are by the wayside. I hate it for those those teams for sure. Um, Tech I'm, I'm with you. Baylor I'm with you on that. TCU. Like in in the long run, like A and M's going to be just fine because. We're going to be right. in, this, was, it, in this mega conference. I'm more worried about the Cincinnati's and UCF's and right. Houston's. Like, right. even in a like, and, and and this like probably throws a big wrench into the whole 12 team playoff thing. Like, like this is gonna this is gonna change so many things that we can't even predict right now. But for, as as far as what we right. can predict, uh, I think let's talk about some of the the ways this will impact AM specifically. Um, I think a lot of the thinking out there is that Texas and OU joining the Big 12 will uh, crush momentum that AM has and you know things will revert back to the way they were in the early 2000s Big 12. That is not going to happen. And if you think that's going to happen, you are foolish. AM is not the program that it was. In the early 2000s, there was a lack of yeah. money, a lack of commitment, and a lack of a drastic lack of leadership and lack of good coaching. Um, we, you had Bob Stoops and Mac Brown get hired at uh, the, the two your two biggest recruiting competitors in the state. Uh, a guy named Nick Saban was at LSU at that time, and we had you know. So was a guy Slocum. named Jimbo Fisher. So was a guy named <laughs> Ed Orgeron. Um, Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp. I mean, <laughs> but but in those days, Mac dominated the state in a way that yeah. we've never seen that we'll probably never see again. Uh, so, in, any Longhorn fans thinking that the good old days are going to be back if they join our conference, that's that's just not true. It's not going to happen. A <clears throat> and M has had a ten year head start on them, and has the money and the resources and the facilities and the commitment, and most importantly, right now. The coach, uh, yeah. If they if they played this year, I'd I'd bet a lot of money on A and M, and I probably would the next of the next couple of years. But if right, and to to talk about the other side of that, if if this had all happened ten years ago, like if A and M, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas all came at the same time, that would have been terrible for A and M. We would not we would have, have been had, a bottom feeder. Yeah, we would we would have never we would. have would have been Vanderbilt, yeah, or Ole Miss, um, like, or Ole Miss, or Mississippi State. Like we we would be, we would be at the bottom of the barrel of the SEC every year. Like yeah. like all of our competitors said that we would, um, and like we were in the Big Twelve. 
from for a lot of that right at that time period. Yeah, we were, and 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 that's that's the thing that that I'm not going to shy away from, and that that's what that's why I wanted to go on that little bit of a rant was because I I'm not I'm not scared of them coming in into the SEC, but if you're if you look at the trajectory that we've had since joining the SEC, we're like you said, we're a completely altogether different program. You know, Longhorns come in and play us again, and they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, we're playing A and M again." It's not the same A and M you remember. Yeah. You know, it's it's a whole different ball game now. It's a it's a and physical ass football. That's team. what the SEC did for us. But see, that's what that's the the thing that I was going to say about. That that move um, would be if you're if you're a UT fan and you say, well, well, A and M went from you know a seven on a scale from one to ten to a nine, so we're sitting at an eight. We're going to go from an eight to a ten. I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that UT will have the jump that A and M had, and I don't think that. Oklahoma will have the jump that A&M had. And that's because it's kind of like the when you get the most improved award somewhere, you can't get the most improved award if you're the best going into it to begin with. Like you you had to be kind of bad, you know. So if and I'm don't get me wrong, I'm not calling Texas and Oklahoma the best that there is, but Texas they they already have some of the biggest brands in college football and Texas, at least, I mean, Oklahoma is still pretty good, but Texas hasn't been, you know? Yeah. And so, so I, I don't, it, your rise to prominence isn't going to come back because you moved to the SEC. That's not, that's not going to happen. I'm not saying that it can't happen because it absolutely can. And you're in a much better position if you're in the SEC to get back to that level of prominence, but that's not going to, it's not going to be a, okay, we're in the SEC now, now we're going to go undefeated every year and be, get national championship trophies year after year after year. Yeah. You're also in a better position to get way. your clock cleaned. Um, yeah, exactly. I think I, I need to, to make uh, a couple of clarifications here, or a couple of points. I'll be very clear here. I, I, I'm not in favor of this move. Uh, I, I, I don't want OU and Texas in the conference and, and mainly Texas. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why it's not uh, anything about being scared to play them. Um, I don't want them in my conference because I don't like them. They are bad business partners. They uh, have ruined every conference they've ever been in. They try to throw their weight around and they want special treatment because they think they're God's gift to football. That is not going to fly in this conference. You're not going to go to SEC media days and try to tell Alabama and Georgia and Florida how it's going to be. That's that's not going to be a thing. Um, yeah. So I think that's, that is a positive if they if they do join, uh, they're not going to be the ones ruling the roost like they did in the Southwest Conference and the Big 12. The other thing is A&M has a significant recruiting advantage right now, and I would love to keep that <laughs> over them. Like, uh, right. like, like we're not going to start recruiting bad just because they joined the conference. I think we'll recruit just fine, but it does make it a lot easier on the team that I root for if they if Texas isn't in this conference. But um, – as far as some of the positives, like we said, it'd be the biggest, most badass league in football. And I really do think that would spur a, uh, just a, like, like the top players from all over the country would be flocking to all these schools, like Texas, yeah. 
A&M, Oklahoma, uh, Florida, LSU, they already, they already flood into Alabama and Georgia. But like, I feel like it would really drain the talent resources from like the West coast and, you know, maybe even like the Northeast a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's, that's my, my thing on it. I, I'm not for it either for the same reasons. Um, biggest one being the recruiting thing, right? Because I've seen how great it has been for us to be the, the lone wolf over in the sec. It has changed the, the course of history for our program. Um, I don't think that that, I don't think that we'll go back to the dark ages if they come. And I want to be very clear on that. Um, but I do think that it then makes it to where like what makes us unique right now, we're no longer unique. And, um, so it takes some of that away from us, but it, it doesn't, um, that's not, it's not going to be a nail in our coffin by any means. Um, yeah. So if you if you think if you're a Texas fan or an OU fan listening to this and you think that that y'all are going to come in and you come into the SEC will kill everything the A and M built, you're you're dead wrong there because what we have today makes so much more sense at the program level. Um, things have pieces have been put together and we've done this growing that we're we're now on your level. We would have never gotten there at the big 12 because we we were in your shadow. But whenever we branched out on our own, that was a super, super important move for our program that has changed the course of our program. That being said, if you would have come in five years ago before we got Jimbo might be a different story. You might have put us back in the dark ages. You might have given a nail to our coffin and that kind of thing, but you're not going to do it right now. (laughs) <laughs> that's we've we've got nothing but momentum here and it ain't like it used to be yeah you coming in you're too little too late right now because we we've put all we've put all those pieces together you come over here now now you can always use the yeah we were we were the leader you know we we led this charge to come over and they they wanted to they wanted to copy us you know i mean yeah. that's that's pretty petty it's not going to be like that necessarily but it's it's just like you lose the credibility of like you can't hype up this move. You're the second one to do it. You know, like it, <laughs> it, it's you, you missed your opportunity to be the first one to do it. And yeah, and we took that from you. But um, hey, I'll, I'll say but, one more thing, though, is as much as I'm against it, if it if it if it does happen, which we'll talk about if we think it will or not. But if it does happen, I'm not just going to sit here and pout about it. It's it's game freaking on. Like like I want to play right, Texas right. every year and beat the crap out of them. And that's why I went on that little rant because I know I know that if 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 anybody that's listening is a big Texas fan, they're gonna they're gonna like their blood's gonna boil a little bit whenever they hear us say some things that are negative about Texas because you know we are Aggies and they'll 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 be right away they'll have that that knee jerk reaction where they want to be like oh Aggies just scared to play us. I ain't scared to play you. I, I I'd love to have that game back. I'd love you to come over here. I can't wait. That will be a blast. I am I am excited about that. But at the same time, you know, if you're if you're where A and M is right now, right, and you have a wealth of riches, 
and you got somebody coming over here saying, hey, we want to share in your wealth a little bit. Selfishly, you're going to be like, no. Selflessly, you know, maybe you might share some, but we're in a position right now where we, we ought to be selfish. You know, we, we're getting what, what we, we've created this path for ourselves and, and it's really been a great decision and, and it's, it's been wonderful for our program. Why would we want, why would we want to willingly give our recruiting battles, you know, give them a bone? And be like, here, you can have some of mine. Why? Why would we do that? It, it, when? When did? When did Texas do that to A and M? When did OU do that to A and M? If the tables you know, were when reversed, has anybody done that to A and M? In an, in an alternate universe where the tables are reversed, and Texas is in the SEC and A and M's trying to get in, they would fight tooth and nail to keep us out. Which is what we're going to do. We're going to try as hard as we can to keep it keep this from happening. But uh, it's, yeah. Like anyone would act in their own self-interest in that situation, but well, yeah, you got to. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's why we have the leaders in our program is to do that. Why do you think Texas has been wanting to play us so bad? <laughs> you know, why why do you think that keeps coming up? Uh, hello, it's because your your deal is with Fox. Like, cool. You know, we we had CBS. Now we have Disney. You know, like <laughs> your 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 deals with Fox for you to play Kansas. We know good and well why you want to play us because you want to deal with Disney. You want, you know, a little piece of that pie. And I don't blame you because you got to look out for yourself. You know, you've got to want your team to have some of its, you know, some of the benefits that we have. You're you're looking grass is greener on the other side and it is greener. And you're right because we fertilize that grass. You know, so like if you want this greener grass and you come over and you get it, well, good for you, but, you know, am I willingly going to tell you, hey, come on over? No. And I think A&M will fight tooth and nail, but I think they're going to be the only one. And and in some ways, I think that's bad for A&M because we're going to be the one to fight it, but there's not going to be any other team in the SEC that's going to fight it. I mean, Arkansas might. Yeah, I think that kind of leads us to our next point, like, how realistic do we think this is and what's going to stand in the way? Do you think like Mizzou, are, are they going to be against it? Is Arkansas, is LSU? Those are the only four teams that are going to be against it. But you None of the other four. ones will care. If, if four vote no, th- th- it's done. But you have to... The question would be LSU. Yeah, I think so. I mean, how how worried would LSU be about it? Because I don't think that I don't think that they're winning just a whole lot of Texas recruits just because they're in the SEC like we are. I think they're getting those recruits because they're LSU. Well, and they're already getting less than they used to. Like LSU doesn't really come into Texas and take and take a lot of guys that AM wants these days. They used to do it all the time. It happens a lot less frequently these days. And I think they really don't want more competition. Like if they want to go to Dallas and, and pluck a kid. They don't want to have to fight Texas harder than they already do, right? But and and this is this is a positioning thing for for Texas and Oklahoma. You know, we've talked about money. We're going to continue talking about money. Um, NIL is a thing, and you've got to position your 
your school to provide the best opportunity for them to get money on their name, image, and likeness. And what better way to do that than to say, hey, you're going to be on ESPN Plus every every week. You're not going to do that by saying, hey, uh, make sure that your your parents download um, the Fox FS1 you know, streaming service. <laughs> it's, it's only $4 a month. We can pay for it if, if, if y'all need us to. Um, but it's, we're not actually going to be on actual Fox sports. We're going to be on Fox sports Southwest. So make sure that they watch the right Fox sports compared to, Hey, you're, you're going to be playing on ESPN plus. We, when, we have, you know, and now Fox sports Southwest is Bally which no one even gets anymore because it's on AT&T Max that no one has. <laughs> yeah. So so like like that that's playing playing a part in it. So if you're if you're Arkansas, if you're Mizzou and if you're in if you're Arkansas and Mizzou, this is going to kill any of your recruiting in Texas or Oklahoma, um which is some of your your grounds. I mean and, and that's that's where that's that's the only the only saving grace at the conference level would be are they as dead against it as we're dead against it? Um, in some ways, I, I have hoped that maybe they are. In other ways, I'm like, I don't know. Well, and are they willing to get over the fact that they don't like it for an extra twenty million a year? Right, that's another thing, you know. Because if uh, you're the SEC, I mean you know that you're going to make a lot more money with these two brands, you know, and, and, Oh, Mizzou, you're upset about it. I'm sorry. Whenever your brand is the Longhorns, let me know because they're going to make more money than you'll make us, you know? And, and that's just the reality. And, and it sucks, but it's about money. Do you think Um, that the state legislature, the state legislatures at either of these states, like Oklahoma or Texas or, I don't know, even Iowa with Iowa State. Do any of them have the power? Well, I guess that doesn't really matter because there's not a team from there trying to leave. But does the Oklahoma State legisla- legislature and Texas try to block this? And will they be successful? Will they try to block it? Yes. they already. There's already been a few that have come out and said that they're putting in legislation and stuff, um, which – I think so. My opinion on this is the only way that this gets blocked is from the state legislatures. That's the think, only way that I see this being blocked. I think so too. Because, you know, there's been the rumors that there's like a handshake agreement out there for, you know, um, it, with us and maybe Mizzou and then Florida and South Carolina that, like, if you, you know, if, if Clemson wanted to come in to SEC, we'll, we're going to vote no because if Texas come, wants to come into the SEC, then you're going to vote no. And it, yeah. that way, if Florida State wants to come into the SEC, you're going to vote no. Exactly. That's been what that handshake agreement is. That's going to be just a handshake agreement, and it's going to be like all the other ones, which isn't going to actually happen whenever pencil comes to paper. Why? Because if you add two more teams and you have 16 teams in the SEC, when's the next time you're going to expand? Probably never. So never. If, you're, if you're South Carolina or Florida, then you can guarantee that Clemson or Florida State or Miami won't ever come into the SEC because there's no spots left. Yeah. Somebody has to leave for them to be able to come in, and who's going to leave, you know, millions and millions of dollars on the table 
Vanderbilt's not, you know, like they're, they're not Nobody. going anywhere just because Nobody. they're not good at football. They're yeah. going to keep getting that money, you know? And so, so I think that, an underrated that, factor that, like in all that rumors out. I think an underrated factor, I think it was an underrated factor whenever we moved is that when we moved, the governor of Texas was Rick Perry an A&M alumna alumnus. Right now it's Greg Abbott yeah. who went to UT. He's, he's probably in favor of this. He's like, no, I'm not going to stop that from happening. That's my, that's my alma mater. That's the team I root for. I want them to, you know, get their stuff together and be in a better conference. So now I'm not going to stop it. Yeah. And so, so maybe that happens. Sure. Um, maybe we see, we see the same thing happen from Greg Abbott, you know, um, I, here's, here's my opinion. And this is solely just an opinion that's not really based on many facts necessarily. Um, but I think that you're more likely to see the Oklahoma state legislature block it than you would the Texas state legislature. Um, and the reason why is, uh, Texas's two primary primary schools in A&M and UT would then be in the SEC. So yeah, yeah you're, you're really hurting Texas tech um, Texas Tech would hurt probably the most out of the Texas schools, but then past that you hurt TCU and Baylor. Well, they're, they're private schools, um, and and so yeah, you hurt Texas Tech, but you know there's plenty of other public schools in the state of Texas that um, you know they're. I don't think they would be scared to see Texas Tech become a Tarleton or Texas State or Sam Houston, Mean Green, you know. I don't think they would be scared to see Texas Tech do that. Well, um, and and they, and they don't have friends in high places like the, the yeah. And people may not know this: the entire reason that Baylor and Tech are even in the Big Twelve is because of Ann Richards and Bob Bullock, because they were running the Texas government when this change happened, and they were like, mm-hmm. if they said Texas and Texas A and M, if y'all go and form that new conference with with Oklahoma, then y'all are taking our two schools that we want, and that's what happened. Yeah. And Houston got left out, SMU got left out, and so did TCU and Rice. And and Baylor yeah. and Texas Tech got preferential treatment because of politics. So it's hard to write right. politics off, especially in in states like this, like Texas and Oklahoma, especially Oklahoma State. Like that's you know, like you said, there's only two schools up there. There's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And well, and, and so that's what that's what I was going to say. Um, and and this again isn't necessarily based in facts because I don't know the numbers at all. And what I'm saying might be dead wrong. I, I don't know it, but I'm just trying to like logically think it through. Um, I, I we both have an ag, ag background. Um, we're being an ag has always been a part of me, but I, I got my my degree in agriculture education. Um, there's there was a a people that were in the Corps of Cadets know about the land grant act um, because they had to memorize as part of their cadence, but we are a land grant university. What that means is whenever there was, when there was westward expansion back in the day, uh, each state was given partial, you know, they basically broke Utah and all the West up into a bunch of different States and or, uh, into a bunch of different chunks of land gave it to states and then said, hey, go sell this land and create a public institution with it. Um, So most every state 
in the United States, especially on the eastern side of the United States, has a land-grant university. Okay, mm-hmm. So at, in Texas, it's Texas A&M. In Oklahoma, it's Oklahoma State. Um, I think Kansas is Kansas because that one always throws me off. But No, actually, I take the back. I think it's Kansas State. I don't know which one throws me off. It, maybe it's Arkansas. Uh, LSU, it's L- or Louisiana, it's LSU. Um, Ohio State, did you say that already? Is, um, no, I didn't. But Ohio State is one. Uh, Oregon State is is Land Grant University. Um, Florida, I think Florida is the one. I, I, you always want to think it's oh, Florida yeah. State, but it's Florida. Yeah. Um, Clemson is the is the Land Grant University in in um, South Carolina. Uh, Auburn is in Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. All of those schools are the land grant university. What that means for agriculture is your agriculture extension agency is run through that. So any any farm you go to in in Texas, it, you'll or any county you go to, you'll see in Texas Texas A and M AgriLife Extension that. All of all of the education for agriculture is 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 consolidated there at Texas A and M. Um, it's at Oklahoma State in Oklahoma. So my, what my question would be is how much funding, if any, comes from some of the 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 like where does all the funding go from from the the college programs, you know, the sports programs, I would want to know like where that football money is going. Cause not all of it goes to football. Some of it goes back to the institution. And I don't know how much of that, I don't know how that's allocated. So that's why I'm saying like, maybe this is a really dumb point to bring up, but to me, you got to think that that would really hurt funding of a very important school within a state that is primarily agriculture based. You know, you would think that in other words, you would think that Oklahoma State would almost have more political power than even Oklahoma because of how important that service is to their entire state and the people yeah. that live within that state. And you don't have that at Texas Tech because Texas Tech is just an extension of Texas A&M's extension service. So they're not part of the, the A&M system. But, you know, like they they have – they're – kind of like a partial, I think the second land grant act anyways. So that's, that's a great point. Though. The, that's the one that I think would have the most political power because you also have that with Iowa state and you have that with Kansas um, or Kansas state. So like they, they would, those are heavy, like all of their industry is agriculture. That's where, where all of their state's money comes from. And, you're going to take funding away from that so that your college football program can have more wins and recruit better players. That's where I think political, you know, some of of the politics can fit into it because that doesn't make sense outside of sports. You know, you're like, wait, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, And the money that they would be getting from these media deals wouldn't compare to the money that they, they get from producing agriculture in those States. So you got to think that maybe that has some, but then again, maybe it doesn't affect it at all. I don't know. I don't, I I don't know. It's just, this is me thinking out loud because I'm trying to create a situation as what, what would propel somebody to block this at the political level, you know, but I'm of the belief that that's the only way this gets blocked. If A&M, I mean, I mean, if uh, the Longhorns and the Sooners, 
make up their mind and decide we're going, SEC is not going to say no. I can't see how they would say no. You know, I mentioned the rumors about the handshake agreement. I don't think that that would play out. If it would, it would be talking out of both sides of your mouth because Florida and South Carolina would both be like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say no. And then whenever they cast their vote, it's going to be yes because they're guaranteeing that their, their teams they don't want in will never be in. Never. They can't guarantee that if next year Clemson and Florida State want to come in, that A&M and, and Missouri will hold up their end of the bargain. They can't yeah. guarantee that, but they can guarantee that if they let these two teams in, there's no more spots left. You yeah. know, And so I, I think that one's not even on the table. Yeah. I guess the last thing I'll say about, about that whole deal is if, if it somehow does get blocked and it doesn't go through, I think Texas makes a run at independence instead of trying to stick in the Big 12. But um, I could definitely see that happening, go, go the Notre Dame model. Yeah. Um, I don't think that would be good, but yeah, I could see that happening. Let's uh, wrap it up here and talking about if, if this goes through, how would the schedule look? I know people immediately jump to, you know, let's put Alabama and Auburn in the east and just add Mizzou back to the west and, you know, bring in uh, Oklahoma and Texas. And then you have, you know, eight in the west, eight in the east. Um, I would I would love if that happened because A&M would win that division a lot of the time and we don't have to play Alabama to get to the SEC championship game anymore. But I, I don't think it's going to play out that way. I think we're with 16 teams. Uh, two things are almost certain. It's almost certain that there's going to be nine conference games instead of eight. And I think they go to a, to some sort of pod scheduling. Now we've talked about yeah. pod scheduling before, or we've talked about talking about it, but real, real briefly, whenever me and Chase talk about pod scheduling, it's not what was on the SEC network this morning. Those were four like literal pods, like many divisions basically where they had like, and, and what pissed me off was they didn't even have A&M and Texas in the same one. Like there's no way that if this goes through that A&M and Texas aren't playing every year, like they're, 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 that's going to happen. But the way they had, it was like Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas were in a pod and they would play. And, they, and like everyone else was split up into groups of four. And they would play everyone in their pod and then two teams from all the other ones and just rotate every year. Uh, I think that's stupid. And the way that, that I would do it is the way that uh, my uh, favorite writer, Bill Connolly, laid it out. And um, it's, it's, I think it's called like the roommate swap. Uh, but I, I refer to it and he refers to it as pot scheduling to where you every team has their own like three rivals quote unquote, the, like the three teams they play every year, no matter what. And then the other six teams would just rotate. Like you play these six one year and then the other six the next. And then the ones you played the first year, you play them, you know, the opposite of whatever home and away you had that year. And then that way you, you get to see every stadium in the SEC every four years. Uh, you get to play every team every other year. And that's a that's what a conference should be. It shouldn't be, oh, a&M plays Georgia every seven years, you know, or something like that. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> but uh, see, here's, here's the problem with the roommate swap though. If we, if we have 16, um, how do the numbers work out? You would have to have three, four roommates, right? 
Because then well, if you have four, then you'd have five, and there would be 11 left over. So, so the old one was... That wouldn't necessarily work. Yeah, let me... Was, let me let, sorry. I, I was going to say the old one. I'm sorry. Um, so, so, I'm sorry so I interrupt you. The old one was three, uh, three permanent rivals, and it rotated uh, five teams. So it was, back then, it was only uh, eight conference games. If you add two teams, but you're going to add another game... Uh, you'd play, you know, those three, and they rotate the other six. So you're rotating. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like okay. you're playing three and rotating the other twelve. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Because I, I was like, the way it works right now would be perfect. This is how yeah. I I have wanted it for years. Because you know, if we played, say, Arkansas every year, LSU every year, and our our biggest rivals in South Carolina every year. All right. So if we played these three teams, I hate those. Then guys. that leaves that that's four total teams. If we include us, there's 14 total in the SEC, which means there's 10 left over. That gives us three conference games. And if we play eight, that means we play five a year, which would be we'd play five one year. The next year we play the other five. The next year we play the five that we played the first year. The next year we would play the other five. And when you do home and away, you do what you just said, where you play, you know. Year, let's say a freshman. Freshman year one, they play, you know, Alabama at their home stadium. You know, so if you're A and M, you play Alabama at Kyle Field. Year two, you play Georgia at Kyle Field. Year three, you play at Alabama, and year four, you play at Georgia. So then, you know, you like you said, you get to see all those stadiums, and that would be really good to, <clears throat> to help prevent early opt outs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I've got I've got I've got the the thing pulled up right now that, that Bill posted earlier and I'll I'll go through AM and Texas just to give people a example. So for AM, our three permanent rivals would be Texas, LSU, and Arkansas. We play them every year, no matter what. Our other five conference games would rotate between one year we would play Alabama, Florida, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. And then on the other set of years, we play our three rivals, and uh, I got lost my spot here. And Oklahoma, Georgia, Auburn, Missouri, Kentucky, and South Carolina. I I love that for us because it splits up Alabama and Georgia, where you wouldn't play both of them in the regular season on any on any year, um, and it still protects you know like like we still play Texas every year, LSU every year, and Arkansas. For Texas, they would, you know, protect their game with us, their game with Oklahoma, and they would also get LSU every year. Um, Theirs is really similar to ours. They would rotate uh, one year Alabama-Auburn, Ole Miss-Mizzou, Kentucky, and South Carolina, and then other years rotate uh, Georgia-Florida, Mississippi State-Tennessee, Arkansas, and Vanderbilt. So it, it, it spread out pretty even. And there's a lot of ways you can do it, but uh, it's intended to uh, protect your, you know, your your true rivalry games and the teams that uh, that you should be playing every year, while still getting to play the rest of the conference uh, as often as possible. Yeah, and I, like I'm 
pod scheduling makes everything better in my opinion. So um, that makes me kind of want this just, just so I could see those pods, you know, but um, it just makes perfect sense. And at least College a great game needs to go there eventually. Um, but I think we should have already been there, but we haven't for some reason. Uh, but, you know, just to, just to tie a bow on how I feel about all of this. Um, here's my, stance on the whole thing. I would love to play Texas again. I would love to play OU again. I would love that the SEC added two huge brands and that we are the premier league of college football and always will be. Um, I would hate that our recruiting would slip a little bit. Um, you know, we would give, give them a little bit of a foothold against us there. Um, I would hate that. I, one thing I hadn't mentioned yet that, that I would hate neither, neither school is a culture fit in the sec, in my opinion, Texas um, definitely, you isn't. know, well, I talked about, I just talked about like, you know, the, the, all the different land grant universities that are in there. You go to a lot of these, these schools and they're they're college towns, you know, yeah. like they're 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 all about college. Austin is not a college town. Yeah, Austin is a city, and and it's just a school that happens to be in the middle of a city. It's not people don't move to Austin. Well, people do move to Austin and go to UT, but <laughs> but that's not like people go to move to College Station to be around A and M. They don't move to Austin to be around UT. Yeah, and and in some cases, Norman's a little bit more of a college town, but still it's it's not a it's not the same vibe that you get at, at these these other you know Tuscaloosa and you know um, any of the other teams in the SEC for the most part so I hate that part of it um, because I just don't think they're a good culture fit uh, but I what I hate most of all is what it will do to college football because like I said this will be, the biggest move that has ever happened in college football. And it'll crush all of the teams in the big 12. It will make competition very tough for teams that are outside of the sec. Um, And it'll make the fun games that I enjoy with college football of like, you know, Liberty beats Auburn. It'll make games like that go away. Um, so that's what I hate most of it is is the ripple effect it'll have ac- across college football. These you can't move your two of your biggest brands in college football and it not have ripple fe- ripple effects. Um, but these two would cause huge ripples across the sport. It would kind of blow up this whole idea of the twelve team playoff. I was really excited about that. And it, it'll blow that up. It, it won't make that as exciting because there's still going to be the argument. Well, the best 12 teams are all in the SEC. You know, let's just see all the SEC do do their own playoff. And and it just, you know, it, it just it makes it. It kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth for college football, just because I like I like having the arguments about 
people that think that the Big 12 is just as good as the SEC, like, yeah, let's have that argument. I, I mean, you're not going to win. You, you can't have that argument anymore. Right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> after, yeah. After, after, after this that, week, you can't. <laughs> you, you, nobody can ever say that ever again, even whether this goes through or not, because yeah. why would they move if, if they were, you know, if it was so much better? It's not, and, and it's not even, doesn't even hold a candle to it. But, you know, I like having that that little bit of, you know, tit for tat that you get with people and and i like you know i like bowl season and what might happen and and what what teams are going to win that that you know you don't expect that you're not yeah. going to fill out on your bowl bowl chart because you just don't see it coming um I, I i like that part of the game and and i don't watch i don't watch nfl i don't like professional sports professional sports are boring to me because it's it's transactional it's not it's not passionate it's not fun you don't have lawyers out there playing offensive tackle against a you know future NFL Hall of Famer <laughs> like you have you have offensive linemen against defensive linemen and that's boring to me in in, in football at least other sports it might not be but football i don't like i don't like the professionalism aspect of it and and so college football is going that way. I can't stop it, um, but I just kind of hate to see it, you know, because it, it's just kind of a bummer to me. Um, I think for me that like the like the biggest bummer would be if 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 this does lead to four sixteen team conferences that just split away from the rest of football. I, I would absolutely hate that. Uh, I think there's a way to still make this move and preserve you know all the non-power conferences which is like the Big 12 is going to be a non-power conference now uh it doesn't matter if they add you know UCF or Cincinnati or whoever which they will probably try to do um but i think we should keep those those teams like in the same playing field like keep this yeah. 12 team playoff let let the top 6 you know conference champions get in and, you know, let a BYU get in or a Coastal Carolina or a, well, now it'll be a, a TCU. You know, like they're going to have to win their conference to get yeah. in or something like that. But on the other hand, it actually makes me pretty excited for, for what this, this league could be. Um, it's going to be the premier league in college football. It's going to be the best of the best. And uh, AM is going to be a part of it. And the games that are going to be played, uh, I mean, it's it's going to be fantastic to watch, but I hope that we don't get that at the expense of the rest of college football because that part I would yeah. I would hate a lot. But as as far as uh, it goes for A and M and what this new conference could be, I think it would be spectacular, and uh, everyone's going to talk about it. Everyone's going to watch it, and I think it's going to have some. Like, like the games are going to be badass and we're going to, you know, play Texas again and, you know, hopefully beat the crap out of them. And, uh, it'd be a lot of fun, but remains to be seen. Yeah. I knew this was, uh, I knew this was eventually going to happen. Not, not them coming to the SEC. I knew the big 12 would eventually dissolve. Right. Um, and, and I've, I've done the mapping on it a thousand times just because I'm like, how would it work? It won't work. It's yeah. not going to work. It's not going to preserve what we know of college football. It's going to be different. But change, you know, always always kind of sucks 
but that doesn't mean it won't be better. You know, um, sometimes it feels like it'll be terrible and, and it ends up being better. Could very well be that here. I mean, if I'm a Texas fan or if I'm an OU fan, I'm thrilled about it. If I'm strictly an A&M fan, I would, I would kind of be thrilled about it. If I'm strictly a, you know, Alabama fan, I'd be thrilled about it. But if you're a college football fan and you like the amateurism, then it's hard to be excited about it because it's just, it's just going to, it's going to cause a lot of that to go away. And I hate that part of it. Yeah. That's, that's the only part I don't like about it. I mean, the recruiting grounds, like, let's get after it, you know, like, let's see how that plays out because I think we're in a much better position now than we ever were. Um, I don't think we would have ever been what we are today had we stayed in the big 12. I know we wouldn't have been. Absolutely not. Um, but I, I don't think we would have been the, what we are today had Texas come with us. Um, no. I don't think we, we would have, we would have felt like we were secondary to that, that decision. Um, I don't think that we would have been where we are today if, if Texas and OU made this move two years into us being in the SEC. You know, um, there's just the timing on it. If you're an A&M fan, that's got to be the most exciting thing for you. Like, it, if if you're going to have some sort of solace to this thing, it should be that they picked the worst time to do this. You know, like, had they done it two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, a whole different ball game. Well, that's something we didn't even it, talk about, and, like, we don't have a, a ton of time to get into it, but, like, the timing of this whole thing, if it gets approved, it's not going to happen next season, I wouldn't think. And... And Texas and OU are going to have to pay a crap ton of money to get out of the Big 12 if they want to leave sooner than 2025. Uh, yeah. And, and maybe maybe ESPN's willing to pony up and pay that money for them, but uh, it's going to be real awkward if they if this goes through and gets approved and they're stuck in a conference with people who, who hate them for the next three or four seasons. <laughs> but Yeah, no I, kidding. I'm sure there's a loophole or something around it that'll expedite the process. I just don't see that, that lingering for that long. Uh, but um it'll be something to watch for sure and um if anything else breaks, if you want my opinion if you want my opinion i think this is going to happen i think so too that's just kind of based on what i'm reading like i don't have any inside information but i think it's going to happen um so now it's for me it's more of like okay let's prep for what's what's to come let's go um and and hey i'm thrilled i i i want like I'm going to make the best out of it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be crying about it and I'm not going to be rubbing it in anybody's face, you know, to the longhorns like, Oh, well y'all only came cause we did it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because that's dumb. It's no different than being like, Oh, y'all are scared to play us. Nobody's scared. I'm excited to have them a part of it. I'm just kind of, I'm not, I'm not just thrilled about what it's going to do to my favorite hobby. You know, and that that's that's the biggest bummer to me on the whole thing. You know, if anything else breaks uh, regarding realignment, we will keep you up to date and give our breakdown of uh, of any anything that comes out of this. But until then, uh, there's still a football season to be played this fall and we are going to get back on track and going by our our calendar. We are talking about the Big 12 next week so <laughs> and breaking down those teams uh, for this season so uh stay tuned for that and we appreciate you listening and uh have a good weekend well i want to say one more thing before oh, we close out and i'll, cl- sorry, I'll close us out 
which is just um, if you have any more questions on this, like if you have questions on this topic, conference realignment, if anything that we've said in this podcast, like struck something that you want more information about or you want us to talk more about, send, a, send us those questions because this was a hard one for us to really like nail down exactly what all we wanted to say. There's so much to say. There's so much to it. I know I'm going to be listening to this and thinking like, dang it, I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have said that. So if you have questions, please send them because I want to be able to answer them. And and I know this is a topic that everybody's interested in, in right now. I am too. So, uh, you know, send them in. We'll, we'll figure something out and, and we'll get some more information over to y'all and do the best we can. Uh, but thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next time.